normal. Para-X. The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. gathering. The supernatural world can be a dark, intimidating, and scary place. We gather to shine light on the mysterious and misunderstood aspects of the paranormal world. We bring to the table years of experience as mediums, healing channels, and paranormal investigators. We share true stories from our experiences to dispel fear where we can and help you discover the amazing layers that make up the paranormal world. You are invited to gather around the metaphysical table with us and discuss the worlds of the unseen on The Gathering Radio Show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. My name is Stephanie. And my name is Heidi, and we are here for a Traditions Tuesday, which fits with our theme for the show tonight. It does. Absolutely. Because as we all know, this is the October month of Halloween. Oh, we lost you for a second. We our subject tonight. Oh, did we? Or it it was either yours or mine that cut out. Yeah. (laughs) Someone's cut out. Oh, oh. (laughs) Well, we're back. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, mine how are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. Good, good, good. Yes, it's just uh, a busy month as usual. October is, you know? October is just busier. Every month yeah. is busy. October I know. is busier. I know. It's I know. funny because clients will, will contact me and say, hey, do you have anything open this week or next week? And I'm like, no, I haven't had anything open this week or next week. I do try and fit things in because I know sometimes it's urgent. And it seems like a lot of mm-hmm. urgent things are coming through. I've, get, mm-hmm. I've gotten a lot of emails. I need something like right now. And so I am trying to fit them in, but it's really hard because we've got our Palmer House uh, event this weekend. So we leave Thursday mm-hmm. gone through till Sunday. And the next week is just jammed with events for Halloween. Mm-hmm. And so I don't have a lot of time to do individual sessions which I feel bad about but there's only so many hours in the day plus having to get everything ready you know for these events and everything so it's just it's Mm -hmm. tough to do it all oh yeah for sure and yeah it's just and you know what though we so we had Wendy Webb on last week and I absolutely finished her book you know which was fabulous so can't you know recommend it enough everybody go out and buy it or Get it online. It's much cheaper on Kindle, but it's, it was called, um, oh gosh, <laughs> something Mets in Value. The keep the keepers of Metso Valen, right? Yeah, fabulous. I finished it like Thursday last week, I think. You know, because of course I had to keep reading it once I started. So good, absolutely fabulous book. And if any of you have not read any of Wendy's books, do so because they're good. They're Spooky, they they fit right into this time of year. That's why I brought it up. You know, they're just a little bit paranormal and all kinds of crazy stuff. So it is awesome. Yeah, I don't, I don't have time. Oh, I, I don't know who's, I don't know who's cutting out if it's you or me because you're, you're freezing on your screen. So hopefully it's not me. Oh, I hope okay. it's not you. Oh, I, it's someone. Anyway. Well, um, you know what? It's that Skype. It's that new Skype that Sarge was talking about. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe we're both freezing and I just don't know I'm freezing. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, uh, yeah it's, been, it's been a wild weekend. We, um, we've been doing so many fun Halloween events and classes. We've been doing a tarot class this month at the studio. I, um, actually, I was able to go to the um, Minneapolis Women's Club today and do a presentation on uh, the paranormal, which was really fun. And the building is amazing. It's in Minneapolis, just south of the downtown area. And Mm. it's been around since the 30s, I believe. And um, anyway, she, uh, I I was invited and it was 
an amazing, wonderful experience. And it's fun to talk paranormal this time of year. So anyway, that has been lots of fun. Well, yeah, it sounds like fun. Yeah. And, you know, I know, and I have been, last weekend was my kind of my weekend off, although I did a lot of stuff around here. Like I finished painting the garage. Awesome. I feel so good about that. Um, and yeah, oh my, it, it is, can everybody hear me? Um, when you're not frozen, yes. So I'm just, is it just, is it everything? No, it's just sometimes. Okay. I don't know. You mentioned you had a update or something earlier. I wonder if there's uh, on our cable TV of... and Xfinity, but they didn't say that it had to do anything with the Wi-Fi or I'm plugged into the actual, you know, cord. So I don't know, maybe. So anyway, just let me know if you can't hear me, whatever, and I'll unplug it and plug it back in or something. Um, but upgrades everywhere, everyone. So sorry if something is happening. You know, we have we had a Skype upgrade and my Xfinity is upgraded and wow. I mean, good news, but well, they should really let us know these things ahead of time, I think, <laughs> so we can figure it out. Well, and I think, too, we're at the tail end of the Mercury retrograde. I think it already yes. ended, what, yesterday? Yep. Uh, but, you know, you get some of that fallout mm-hmm. after after effects. So that's like one less, one less last gasp. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> They're oh going to get gosh. you somehow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then tomorrow is the full moon, is October's full hunter moon. So that's going to be cool. And we maybe won't see it here in the Northland, but everybody else will, I hope, you know. So, and it'll be full for a couple of days anyhow. It doesn't necessarily, you know, it's probably full right now if we went outside and looked. I haven't been yeah. outside tonight. The moon last night was really good. It was nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So do your full moony things because this is the week for it for sure, and it's close to it's close to Halloween. So that's the official official uh, way to say it: your full moony things. Mm-hmm. Your full moony things. Mm-hmm. That's Good the stuff. Deal. That's the stuff way of saying it. <laughs> you get so technical here on our show. Mm-hmm. Proper te- terms things. and all that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a stuffism, I guess, is what some people would call it. <laughs> that is a stuffism. Your full yeah. moony things. Full mm-hmm. moony things. <laughs> so tonight we thought we would talk about Halloween and Samhain and all of those things that are happening in, you know, like 10 days, right? It's like just a little over two weeks, I guess. A little less than two weeks. So like, I was going to say a little less than two weeks. Like 12 days. Two weeks from Sunday. Mm-hmm. 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 So, yeah, and in anybody in the chat room, we're going to, like Steph said, we're talking about traditions tonight, Halloween traditions, or even Samhain traditions, fall traditions. Mm-hmm. Share your traditions in the chat room so we can read them on the air because um, I'm curious to hear about different traditions that might not be common, you know, mm-hmm. some things that people haven't heard of before that might be just normal for you and you do every year or you try and do every year and that um, we want to hear about it. We want to yeah. share that with people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and, you know, I think the thing about fall, it's a time when everything's dying, right? The plants are dying, everything's dying. And and in, this, in the Celtic world, you know, they Samhain was a time where November 1st was considered the first day of the year, right? It was the new year, new day, new year. Um, and so they believed that, you know, the spirits would come on Samhain because the veil between the worlds was really thin, you know, and they didn't want those spirits to come around, you know. So they did all kinds of things from, you know, dressing up in, in costume, you know, like animal costumes so they couldn't find them. They also believed fairies came here to try to entice people back into their world, you know, during Samhain. So it's very interesting. But, you know, and what's cool is that so we... We take pumpkins and carve them, but back in Ireland, they took the turnip, right? So it was mm-hmm. a turnip that they created like a, a lit, lit lantern, and that's where the jack-o'-lanterns come from. But interesting stuff, I think, you know? I don't I don't understand how you, how do you, I suppose I haven't tried to carve a turnip. No, they're hard. I would imagine that's, yeah, it's like, that's got to be like a, a potato. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather carve a potato, I think. Maybe because that might be easier. I don't. I can't imagine carving a turnip would be easy. 
No. By any means. And I can Or a rutabaga, you know, because they're hard. hard. They're they're hard to cut even, you know, when like they're almond stews or whatever, they're hard to cut up and put in there. So, yeah, that would take a lot of effort, I think, to do that, you know. Interesting. But back in the day, they didn't have those those safety knives, you know, that you can use to carve the pumpkins now. Yeah. (laughs) You go buy the little kit with the orange plastic handles and those. Mm -hmm. uh, They're like little saws. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they don't do anything except cut a pumpkin. That's about it, which yeah. is good because yeah. I, I went to school with a kid that almost sliced his thumb off uh, when he was cutting pumpkins with his family. I mean, the, it was yeah. he came in with a huge cast over his whole hand and up his arm because he literally like almost sliced his thumb off oh. using it. This is, I mean, I don't know if those special, like the pumpkin carving kits existed then. and Or we, because we just, I mean, we throw caution to the wind. You just... Good grab a knife and you start hacking away yeah. right so yeah. thankfully now they have those nice little kits with the they don't they don't cut anything else except for pumpkins and things and that's right. great because you have to be safe so mm-hmm. I, what do you use to carve a turnip I those know. probably wouldn't work and what'd you do before those handy little kits you'd probably just use a knife start whacking well, away at it. it anyway big knives you know big knives whatever knives we had is what we used you know right. so Certainly not butter knives because they wouldn't go through there, you know. No. So we just no. use you just grab the biggest knives. And... Yeah, it's sort of wailing. Yeah, yeah, because now they have the things where they have you know you can make little eyes with them and little holes and all kinds of stuff. Those kits are really cool, and they have some that are actually kind of mechanic. They're like you put a battery in them, right? And they're you know, and it's easier to do. But mm-hmm. um... <laughs> but yeah, those the fake pumpkins. Are, is that what you're talking about? You can buy them at like the craft store. No, the the things to carve pumpkins with. So they have those kits that they're actually the the knives are like motorized, like an electric knife, like to carve meats with. You know, they're, I I haven't seen them for a while, so maybe they don't even make them anymore. But they used to back in the day. Oh, yeah, I have not yeah. heard of that. What I'm thinking of, so I've seen these at the the craft stores, and they they're the pumpkins that have their plug in, and they're kind of a foam. And you mm-hmm. can carve them. And I thought, well, okay, the nice thing about carving a regular pumpkin is you can use the stuff in, that's inside. You can roast the seeds. You mm-hmm. can use um, some of the the pulp in there, whatever you want to do. If you want to bake you know, something, you can scrape some of that out and use it. Mm-hmm. And then if you screw it up because you don't know what you're doing or you're not that great of a pumpkin, pumpkin cover like me, then, you know, it's out and it's deer food within a couple of days, right? Right. Right. So you have these foam pumpkins. You better be a good pumpkin carver. Oh, yeah. Right? Because you just spent, you know, 20 bucks or 15 bucks on something, and you can't fix it. So once it's carved, it's carved. But then if you do a nice job, you could save it every year and say, hey, I carved that. That's great. So I just, I've not been daring enough to buy one of those because I'm not that good of a pumpkin carver. So I don't want to spend the money on something that I might screw up. And now it's kind of wait. It feels like it's wasteful. Well, yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, I'm not a very good pumpkin carver either. You know, Casey's pretty good. Um, She has done some super pumpkins. But for me, it's always, you know, the triangle eyes and then the big mouth (laughs) and Mm -hmm. then maybe some eyebrows. That's about it. I'm not very artistic, you know, but it's still fun to do nonetheless. But I wouldn't pay $15 for a fake pumpkin for that, you know? No, no. I did try a couple years ago those, those kits that have the pictures. And you use them on the real pumpkins and you, you mm-hmm. can carve out the little image or scene yeah. or whatever. That yeah. was kind of fun. It took a long time, though, because I'm yeah. not very not very skilled right. in that whole field. And yeah. I was using the little pumpkin carving knife kit, you know, so you're sitting mm-hmm. and sawing away for a good 30 minutes to get a decent line going. Cause yeah, you know, right. Obviously, for, for safety reasons, they're not that sharp, but they'll hack away through a pumpkin. So... Anyway, yeah, that was kind of cool. That was fun. So it didn't have to be perfect because I wasn't going to save it after Halloween. Goes yeah. out to the animals. Right, right. Yeah, no, I'm not very good at it either. But you know, and I don't, I don't even think we had a pumpkin last year, did we? I don't think so. But um, are you asking me because I don't know what you had last year? Yeah, <laughs> well, some there. years we do. I tell you what, some years we do, some years we don't. It just depends on what we feel like doing, you know. When yeah. Casey was littler, you know, we always had a pumpkin, you know, or several pumpkins, actually. Well, and that would be the tradition, right? That's that's our tradition, yep. And we'd carve them, like, the day before because you don't want them to get all rotten and stuff, you know. So, 
you do it just a day or two before and so they are hunky dory and they look good on Halloween and um, some people carve them super early and then by Halloween they're all moldy and moldering and ugh, you know um, Mike is saying you're supposed to carve with a dull knife the blood makes it look spookier <laughs> oh no I don't think that's the case. I well, I guess Mike, maybe that's how you do it at your house. So mm-hmm. you can carve with a dull knife and get the blood all over the pumpkin. I would rather just use fake blood if I'm gonna use blood in a pumpkin. I'd use fake blood because well, I don't yeah. want to. You don't want to. I know you're teasing though, anyway. Yeah, no. You Icky. don't want to yourself. That's for sure. No, it's not not good. So be careful, any pumpkin carving folks out there. Right. Right. But yeah, no, lots of people really, I, 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 lots of people really put a lot of stuff out for Halloween and I have just never gotten into it. You know, if I get a pumpkin out there, I'm happy, you know? Um, but you know, and then, you know, like my sister, she puts a lot of stuff out, but not until like two days before, you know, two days mm-hmm. before, and then it comes down the day after, you know, we don't want it up all the time. Some people decorate in September and leave it up really till the Christmas decorations come out. Right. So, well, because if, if it's not too Halloween, mm-hmm. you can use it for fall. Right. Into Thanksgiving, even. If right. you celebrate that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but, Sherry said in the chat room she has a green pumpkin, which is cool. There are a lot of colors of pumpkins out in style. Yes. Which yes. is kind of neat. Yes. Some of those bumpy the... ones and the goofy oh, yeah. ones. I have the coolest one. They call it a popcorn... It... It's not popcorn, sorry. I had to buy it. I was at the farmer's market about two or three weeks ago. I can't, it's been a while. And didn't go expecting to buy a pumpkin or anything, you know, but our favorite farmers were there and they had the most beautiful pumpkin, which of course I had to have. But then they had this other one that was like, I said, wow, that is the ugliest pumpkin I've ever seen. And it had like stuff all over it, like growths or something. And he said, well, do you know what it's called? And I said, what? It's called a peanut, something with the word peanut in it, because look, if you look at it, it looks like peanuts. And I'm like, oh, well, I think I have to have that. So I bought that one, too. <laughs> but, nice. But yeah, but homely, homely is all get out, you know, no. I've both been racing oh, my fun. front steps ever since. You know, I can't decide if I'm going to carve that big, beautiful pumpkin or not, because she's just gorgeous the way she is. You know what I mean? And I have to get another one to carve. But um well, yeah, that one might so, be kind of tough to carve with all the lumps and bumps on it. That one. But the other one that's yeah. just, it's beautiful, beautiful orange, and it's got this ginormous stem. It is just gorgeous. Um, but they have all colors. So they have the ghost, the white pumpkins that I've always called the ghost pumpkins. And then they have kind of yellowish pumpkins. And then kind, some are kind of lighter orange. You know, they've got all kinds of pumpkins this year. It's, it's really fun to look. It's really fun to look at them all. Yeah, I'm looking up a list, not that we all care here, but, oh, yeah, so there's a lot of different colors. There's a baby boo. That's mm-hmm. a white one. Lumina, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. a white one. There's the warty goblin. Ooh. That's one with all the bumps on it. Yeah. There's one that's kind of a blue color. Oh. Jaradale. I don't know if I'm saying that right. There's... All sorts of pumpkins I'm looking up. So, yes, lots of different colors. Yeah. Lots of different. Some of them might actually be considered squash, I'm looking here. So, yeah, pumpkin's a squash, right? I don't know. Yep, it is. Yeah, there's a lot of different. um, There's a lot of pumpkins out there that are all sorts of colors because Mm -hmm. uh, Mike was asking about green pumpkins in the chat room. And it's like, well, Google pumpkins and just be amazed, I guess, because there's tons of colors and sizes. and. Shapes. You, yeah, just go to the farmer's market at, or even like the local Hy-Vee. I mean, they've got like so many different colored pumpkins, even at the Hy-Vee. I don't know if they do at the other stores because that's where I shop. But at the farmer's market, they have like just a plethora of every variety you can imagine of these pumpkins. And actually, my ugly pumpkin that I was telling you about is actually called, you mentioned they were called squash because that's what a pumpkin is. But it's called, I think he said it was called a peanut squash or something like that. Peanut was in it and squash was in it. So I think that's what it was. Um, but yeah, really funny looking, really funny looking thing. Let me tell you, it's just woof But you know, the uglier they are, the cooler they are, I think. 
you know? Yeah. I think some of these weird shaped ones that I'm looking at and the weird mm-hmm. colors and stuff are actually pretty cool. They kind of look artistic. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's one that's actually called the turban. It looks like it's two pumpkins cut in half and stuck together. Oh. Oh, it's cool looking. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then there's a carnival one that's like multiple colors with light, you know, almost white and then dark green. Looks like it's splatter paint or something. It's, oh, it's so cool. Anyway. Yeah. And I went to, I was out in Champlin today um, because I had to take Zoe to the vet. And we go by this place where they have the big corn maze. And they have still a field full of like, I don't know if they're gourds or pumpkins or both, but they're pretty big things. Just, you know, they haven't picked them yet. So I don't know if if they're having a you pick kind of thing and you can go pick them. But I mean, I was like, oh, I kind of want to go over there. Yeah, there's one right by our house here that you can you can go to the stand and buy yeah. the pumpkin, or you can do yeah. a U-pick and go out yeah. in the field. I bet that's what that is, too. And yeah. then right next to it is a little corn maze that you can mm-hmm. go through. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. It's very cool. But, yeah, but that's, you know, that's about it for Halloween, you know, for me. I don't, we don't really have a lot of traditions, I don't think, you know, Um of course, we observe that it's, you know, we kind of, you know, I, I look at it as a day to honor our ancestors, which is more of a Samhain thing than a Halloween thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we light a candle for them and say prayers and, you know, hope they come and talk to us maybe and see what happens. Um, but that's about it for me. How about you? Well, I have a few and just a little uh, note to those in the chat room. If you have a Halloween tradition that you want to share with us in the chat room, go ahead so we can talk about it on air a couple of things some of them are past and some of them are current so past i was thinking about it this morning and what we did as kids and of course we went trick-or-treating yeah and yeah. this i mean nowadays it's well i guess they say nowadays it depends on where you live because some people have hundreds of kids still and some people mm-hmm. have like two right yeah it depends on yeah depends on where you live so but we trick-or-treated for hours yeah. And the thing that was so exciting about trick-or-treating wasn't actually trick-or-treating, but it was the costume because my mom would make our costumes every year and she's an excellent seamstress. Excellent. Mm-hmm. She is very creative, very talented. So we could basically ask to be anything and we would look exactly like it when she was done. So mm-hmm. we, I ha- wish I could find pictures. I'm sure my mom has them somewhere of some of our costumes as kids because they were so cool and actually, some of the costumes that my mom made would get used in theater productions here in the Twin Cities. They would ask to borrow them for different productions um, after, you know, once they knew she had them. Yeah. And so, uh, because they were that good. And that was that was so much fun because when you go, and back then we could go to school and have Halloween parties. I don't know oh, if yeah. they do that anymore. I don't right? So, so yeah. everybody could go, if if your parents were cool with it, you could dress up bring a snack or bring some candy or whatever. And you'd have a Halloween party. And Mm -hmm. I knew every year my costume was, I wasn't going to have a duplicate because, you know, you go to the store and you buy a costume. Not that there's anything wrong with that. That is absolutely fine. But I love to have something that was totally unique and homemade because my mom was really good at it. So I knew that I would be at school and nobody would have my costume. And then Mm -hmm. that always felt kind of nice. And Mm -hmm. so that was fun. That was a fun tradition. And, um, and then something, a couple of things current. Well, this has been forever, but I still do it. And Tim had never heard of it. So my sister sent me a care package, a Halloween care package. Because if we don't send a care package at any other time of the year, we're going to send one at Halloween. And I just sent hers out a couple of days ago. And so hers came to me, and then in it, uh, there was some cards and some fun things. And then there was a, a bag of candy corn and a bottle of salted peanuts, right? Mm-hmm. And so I started laughing. I'm like, oh, awesome. And Tim's like, what? And I said, you don't know what to do with this? And he said, no. Mm-hmm. I was like, you're kidding me. And so I dumped them both into a jar, shook yeah. it up, you know, and I said, now take a scoop and eat it. And he did. And he's like, whoa. I said, salted salt nut roll, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. And he's like, you've got to be kidding me. That's that's cool. And I was like, I can't believe you haven't heard of that. So that's kind of this tradition that just you got to do it. If you don't mm-hmm. like, I'm not a huge fan of candy corn. Let me just mm-hmm. say, I think it's mm-hmm. kind of. Not good. But right. um, with the peanuts and you eat them, uh, I could do that once a year, you know, yeah. have it yeah. for a snack. I was asked by a gal because then we had to, now that I've turned him on to it, he's very, um, 
he likes it a lot. And so we were buying some another bag of candy corn and the peanuts at the grocery store. And the gal asked me, and so I have, I want to know if you, which way you do this. So she asked me how I eat the candy corn. And I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, do you eat the whole thing or do you eat it by the color? Oh. Right? So, you know, yeah. candy corn has three colors, right? Yeah. And yeah. she, uh, she said, uh, don't you, can you, do you eat it by the color? I'm like, is that really that little bit on the end of white? Right. That's the first <laughs> thing you're going to eat. That's like enough for a mouse maybe. And she's like, no, you eat the color. And I said, do they actually taste different? I don't think they do. No. I think it's just the color. Wow. But I thought I couldn't, I don't think I would have that kind of patience to sit no. and nibble on one candy corn. No. Have a little bite I mean, like they're that. this big. They're this big, you know? I mean, no, I've never well, Mike heard said, of that before. Mike in the chat room said, you got to eat it by the color. Okay, oh. so there's other people out there, right? Because I am like, really? I've never done that. Well, and you know, they have the same things. And, you know, candy corn and, and those little pumpkins are the same, right? Yep. So the pumpkins yeah, are just bigger. Sugar. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, no, I've and- never heard of that before. That's interesting. No, we just eat it and... I haven't had any yet this year. I was thinking I should buy some, but I don't know why, because I, Casey won't eat it. So it would just be me and it would be thrown away after I had a few. <laughs> so it's just not worth it. Um, but it is one of those things. I think somebody will have it. Maybe I'll bring it over to family dinner so that there I won't go. feel bad throwing it away. Everybody will get some. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it it's uh, Mike is again saying it takes talent to bite it exactly at the edge of the color. Well, I would imagine because they're tiny. And mm-hmm. I think I probably ate color by color when I was a kid to see if it was different flavors. And mm-hmm. I think because no. I don't do it, I'm guessing it's not. And no. yeah, or I know it's not. And I just, I don't know that I, I just want to shove, I want to big eat handful it. of that and yes. eat it. Yes, I agree. I agree. But I admire the talent that it takes mm-hmm. to, uh, to, to oh, chew that yeah. little thing up bite yeah. by bite. For sure. Because and when you were talking, bite, bite, cost- bite. well, you- and you know, when you were talking about costumes, you know, when we were kids, I don't think you could go to the store and buy a costume, right? So, oh, yeah, you could. Real- they weren't, gr- I mean, they were like the plastic masks and the little maybe, outfit yeah, you-, okay. you know, the kind of remember those plastic masks with a hole cut out for the eyes and that elastic string yeah, okay, goes around yeah, your head. I, I do remember those, yeah, and yep. you could get wigs and stuff, you know, you could yeah. make like clown costumes or hippie or whatever, you know, there's. There was costumes. You could always buy stuff, and I did not want to. No. You know, like, um, I don't back. I think we ever did. Yeah. Remember when um, they had the Muppet Show, right? Mm-hmm. And so, Miss Piggy and Kermit, my mom actually made those costumes. You could buy them at the store, and it was one of those plastic Miss Piggy faces. Mm-hmm. You know, with the, pla- with the elastic around the back of the head and the holes cut out for the eyes. Well, she made the whole head. It looked like the actual Muppet. It wow. was nuts. Oh, it was That's impressive. Amazing. Mm. Yeah, so I mean, you could buy that stuff at the store, or she could make it, and it would have been the bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah, and I remember when Casey was little, she was remember the um, Go Go Power Rangers were all the rage when Casey was like five years old, and she wanted to be the Blue Ranger, and so we had uh, we had one made for her. We didn't make it because I'm not good at that, but. We had it made. I still have it. It's still in the laundry room somewhere. But she was the Power Ranger. You know, it was the coolest thing ever. You know, so those things are fun to do. You know, and I still have some of the some of the costumes that we had for her. Um, I remember when she was a baby. I think it was the year of the big blizzard. Was that in ninety one? I think it was ninety one. Right. I think so. And and I had this this. It was like a a cat. She looked like a like a a wild cat. Like not a not a domesticated cat. I think it was a little leopard or something, you know, and she was so cute. And I remember bringing her to the door to hand out candy and people thought she was a cat, you know, and I'm like, no, but she's, I still have that somewhere too. But yeah, she had some fantastic costumes actually. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Now they're talking about pumpkin spice where apples, a Langer family tradition you know, we all loved apples. We have the big apple trees in the backyard, you know, which there still is one there to this day that my brother threatens he's going to cut down, you know. Um, but, yeah, no, I've never had pumpkin soup, but I bet it's absolutely delicious. It is good. Mm-hmm. It's like a pumpkin puree. And mm-hmm. then there's different. It's not just pumpkin pu- puree. That would be not fun. 
with no. different spices and things in it. I've made yeah. it before and it's really good. Sure. Actually, that sounds good. I might do that this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds Take really good. Scratch. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. that. I love stuff like that. Um, but yeah, apples were always big in the Langer household and candy corn. And <laughs> my mom used to love the candy corn. But we never did the the peanut thing either. And I just found out about that, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago. And it is absolutely delicious. You're right. It it does definitely taste like just a salted nut roll, right? Mm -hmm. Only it's a handful, you know? Yep, absolutely. It's cool. Another, uh, oh, I was going to say another tradition, but it's a half hour. Oh, my goodness. Wow. It's, we have to go for our two-minute break. This is the Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. Those geek ladies Sean and Victoria from Exploring the Paranormal with Geeks Paranormal are at it again with another amazing season full of paranormal celebrity interviews with amazing guests and stories of haunted locations and so much more. You will hear it first on Para-X. Tune in Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Central. You will not be disappointed. Juarez with Cat Paranormal of Minnesota. And I'm Jerry Ayers with Supernatural Investigators of Minnesota. And together, we are The Calling. Every Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on ParaXRadioNetwork.com. at home, at work, or anywhere. Thanks for making Para-X part of your day. Your source for everything paranormal. Para-X. Welcome back to the Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. And we're talking about Halloween traditions tonight. And we've had quite a few that we've shared. And I have an article that I found earlier today that has a list of 15 Halloween, Halloween traditions so I thought mm-hmm. I'd go through the list um, yeah. and share with you because some of them are kind of fun. And some of them we've sort of talked about. We did yeah. talk about the jack-o'-lanterns and carving pumpkins, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's a, a legend here that I thought I'd read. Whether I doubt it's the only one that's out there, but I'll read this one. The carvings, they do mention the turnips in, in Ireland. Mm-hmm. And they say that this came from a man named Jack who repeatedly trapped the devil and only let him go on the condition that Jack would never go to hell. So when he died, however, Jack learned that heaven didn't want him either. So he was condemned to walk the earth as a ghost for all eternity. So the devil gave Jack a lump of burning coal in a carved out turnip to light his way. And eventually locals began carving frightening faces in their own gourds to scare off evil spirits. I have heard that story before now that you say it. Yeah, I have heard that too, the burning coal. Yeah, I remember that specifically. That's a cool story, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's that's number one. the lantern. (laughs) <laughs> yes, after after Jack. Jack, yeah. Jack and his lantern. So uh, number two is seeing ghosts. Uh, Celtic people believe that during the festival Samhain, which marked the tra- transition to the new year, which we talked about before, and the mm-hmm. end of the harvest and the beginning of winter, so all rolled up into one, mm-hmm. that that's when spirits walk the earth. Later, the introduction of All Souls Day on November 2nd by Christian missionaries perpetuated the idea of mingling between the living and the dead around the same time of year. So, so ghost watching is a tradition this time of year mm-hmm. wearing scary costumes with all the ghosts wandering around the earth during Samhain the, Celt- uh, the Celts had to get creative to avoid being terrorized by evil, evil spirits to fake out the ghosts people would don disguises so they would be mistaken for the spirits themselves and left alone mm-hmm. then they talk about trick or treating they have three ways first is the pagan way um, there's a lot of debate around the origins of trick or treating but one theory proposes that during Samhain 
Celtic people would leave out food to placate the souls and ghosts and spirits that were traveling the earth that night. Eventually, people began dressing up as these otherworldly beings in exchange for similar offerings of food and drink. Then there's the Scottish way. Other researchers speculate that the candy bonanza stems from the Scottish practice of guising itself, a secular vision of souling. In the Middle Ages, soulers, usually children and poor adults, would go to local homes and collect food or money in return for prayers said for the dead on All Saints Day. Geysers ditched the prayers in favor of non-religious performances like jokes, songs, or other tricks. Mm -hmm. And then there's the American way that... Our version here in America that comes from modern trick or uh, our modern trick or treating stems from besnickling, which is a tradition in German American communities where children would dress in costume and then call on their neighbors to see if the adults could guess the identities of the kids that were dressed up. In one version of the practice, the children were were rewarded with food or other treats if no one could identify them. So mm-hmm. you had to dress up so that you couldn't be recognized. Sure. So that's okay. interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anybody nowadays probably knows their neighbors enough to try and figure out who their trick-or-treaters are. People move around too much now. You know, it's not like when I, you know, we still have, at the Tyler Street neighborhood, we still have get-togethers of all of us kids, you know, that grew up there, which is cool, right? But we lived there all our lives, you know, but nobody, that doesn't happen very often anymore. Not that I'm aware of anyway. Mm-mm. Well, okay, so number seven, getting spooked by black cats. The association of black cats and spookiness actually dates all the way back to the Middle Ages when these dark kitties were considered a symbol of the devil. It didn't help the feline's reputation when centuries later, accused witches were often found to have cats, especially black ones, as companions. People started believing that the cats were witches' familiar, animals that gave them an assist with their dark magic, and the mm. two have been linked ever since. Yeah. Sadness. I like black, you know, but like both my dogs are black and I know on the, there's, they'll have the dogs, dog drives for just the black dogs because they're mm-hmm. harder to, they're mm-hmm. harder to adopt out. And I, mm-hmm. I don't know about cats. I would think maybe that's the same, but I don't know. I guess I'm partial. Well, I always say if you have a black cat, keep them in on Halloween and any, I would say a few days before and a few days after, because people do mean things to black cats, you oh, know, because they still think this, you know, terrible. I know horrible what you hear here's a ritual for you bobbing for apples oh yeah this game traces its origins to a courting ritual that was part of a roman festival honoring pomona the goddess of agriculture and abundance multiple variation variations existed but the gist was that young men and women would be able to foretell their future relationships based on the game oh i didn't know that have you ever bobbed for apples Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah me too it's messy i don't like it no. Well, now it really is a bad idea with COVID. Oh, yeah. I, would I, I don't think I or would do it. just flu season. No. no, thank you. Or flu season, right? Yeah, no. It's a good way to catch something, you know? Yep. Mm. Swishing your head around in the water. Same water. Else is well, you know, around. the same thing I always think about as a hot tub, right? I mean, how can these hot tubs, communal hot tubs, oh, gross right now? I mean, no. 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 Like at a hotel or something, you oh, know? No. no, thank you. No. Mm-mm. Not even before COVID. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Um, okay, here's a tradition. This seems pretty, uh, you you know, shouldn't be a surprise. Mm-hmm. Decorating with black and orange. Mm-hmm. Classic Halloween colors can also trace their origins back to the Celtic festival Samhain. Black mm-hmm. represented the death of summer, while orange is the emblematic color of the autumn harvest season. Yes. yes. So that's where the mix comes from. Mm-hmm. Ten, like playing pranks. This yeah. is not me. I don't do this, but mm-hmm. some people do. Mm-hmm. And it says, as a phenomenon that often varies by region, the pre-Halloween tradition, also known as the Devil's Night, is credited with a different origin depending on who you ask. Some sources say that pranks were originally part of May Day celebrations, but Samhain and eventually All Souls Day seem to have included the good nature mischief. When Scottish and Irish immigrants came to America, they brought along the tradition of celebrating Mischief Night as part of Halloween, which was... Great for candy-fueled pranksters. Oh. I don't do that kind of stuff, playing pranks. I never, like, teepeed anybody's house or anything like that. I just, I was always, well, I didn't want to, and I thought I would get in trouble. Well, I knew I would get in trouble if I got caught, so, no. Such a mess, you know, to clean up, especially if it rained after they were teepeed, you know? Yeah. No. Um, Oh, thank you. 
We had our house teepeed a couple times when I was growing up. And we had the big maple trees out in front. So, yeah, it was a mess, you know? Yeah. No, thanks. And I always thought it was spooky looking at night, you know? Cause, you know it is spooky looking. Yeah. I think it's so, like too. ghosts up in the trees or something. I know. I know. I agree. I didn't like that at all. Yeah. So. <laughs> all right. Let's see here. I'm going to move through the list. We've got a few more left. A couple more traditions here. Light. We talked about this earlier. Lighting candles and bonfires. Mm-hmm. These days, candles are more likely than towering traditional bonfires. But for much of the early history of Halloween, open flames were integral in lighting the way for souls seeking the afterlife. Yeah. I like having a fire. You know, after trick-or-treating, which we probably won't do this year. Keegan's too old for it. But mm-hmm. after trick-or-treating, having a bonfire is nice just to relax. Mm-hmm. Some mm-hmm. people actually have a little fire out front while people are trick-or-treating and hang yep. out the candy that way, which is that's yep. cool if you have the way to do that. Oh, yeah, because you can be outside then and then just, you know, dole out the candy and you're sitting mm-hmm. out there and the dogs aren't going crazy because the doorbell's ringing and, you know, it works great. Yeah. All right, number 13, lucky 13, here we go. Mm-hmm. This apparently is a tradition. Spotting bats. What? I, yep, spotting, spotting bats? Bats, like Looking for them. Bats. It's likely that bats were present at the earliest celebrations of Halloween, not just symbolically, but literally. As part of Samhain, the the Celts lit bonfires, which attracted insects, and the insects in turn would attract bats, which soon became associated with the festival. Mm -hmm. So it's, you look for bats on Halloween. I suppose if you have an outdoor fire. Yep. That would make it more likely that you'd be able to see them. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we I see bats every once in a while. Not very often, but every once I I think bats are cool. I wanted to put up a bat house on my garage, and my oh, neighbors, yeah. of course, are like, "Yeah, no, 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 no." So I'm like, oh. "Okay, oh, well, you bad. know, it is what it is. You know, I'm not gonna have anything harmed. You know, not that I think they would harm them, but you just never know. You know, that's <laughs> so good. we didn't do it. Oh yeah, bats are fabulous. I think so too. Eat the bugs. Okay, so here's one that's funny. Number 14. Apparently, this is a tradition for a lot of people. Gorging on candy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Gorging on candy. I don't know. That sounds painful. Yeah. And until the... uh, They're saying the act of going door-to-door for handouts has long been a part of Halloween traditions, but until the middle of the 20th century, the treats kids received were not necessarily candy. Toys, coins, fruit, and nuts were just Mm -hmm. as likely to be given out. Mm-hmm. The rise in the popularity of trick-or-treating in the 50s inspired candy companies to make a marketing push with small, individually wrapped confections. People ab- obliged out of convenience, but candy didn't dominate at the exclusion of all other treats until parents started fearing anything unwrapped in the 70s. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you, I remember growing up and then there was this big freak out about mm-hmm. not getting anything, you know, you can't get anything homemade, nothing yes. that's unwrapped. If yes. it is wrapped, your parents have to check everything, you know, make yep. sure there's no, like, pins or razor blades in it. Yeah, because that was a thing back in yeah. those days, remember? Yeah, that's a creepy I, tradition that people did. They put pins in the candy. Yes, to, uh, you know, to hurt to hurt kids. And I remember before that, though, people used to make up, like, little baggies, you know, like, they'd make up a little, a little treat bag, and it would have maybe, you know, a piece of candy, and then maybe a caramel apple, and, you know, all that kind of mm-hmm. good stuff, you know? Yeah. do that after that. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of sad. Um, but oh. yeah, we used to get caramel apples. We used to get apples. We used to get oranges. We used to get nuts. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't think that's such a bad idea to do today. Although the kids would probably look at you like, you know, you had two heads or something. You'd get egged. Your house would get egged if probably. you start handing out fruit. Probably. I'm sure parents would appreciate it, but kids, you might, they might oh, yeah. come back. Yeah. Get you. yeah. Mm. I actually skipped number 12, which is eating candy apples. So we were talking about that. Yeah. Caramel apples. Oh, I love caramel apples. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. I do, too. I like to cut I don't eat them off the stick, though. I take them off the stick and cut them up into slices because they're so messy otherwise. Yes. <laughs> I know. When I eat them off the stick, it's all over my face, just like a little baby. You know, it's easier so, to do that. A question for you. When you get your Halloween loot, right, and you take it back home, mm-hmm. were you the kind that would plow through it until it was gone? Or were you a, did you ration? I rationed. How long did you, could you make it last? Well, I, I was never one to just sit down and eat a bunch of candy, right? Now, my brother Chris was, so I think he would often take some of mine. <laughs> 
Or I could make mine last a few weeks, you know, for sure. And then I would share it, you know, everyone. How about you? We didn't have candy a lot growing up. And so mm-hmm. I was very, I liked it, but I also wasn't, I wasn't a gorger. I didn't eat it mm-hmm. um, until I, my brother was like that too. He would eat it until he fell over and mm-hmm. then you try and get everybody else's. So you'd have to hide your candy, but I could make it last till Christmas. Mm-hmm. See? Yeah. I could Absolutely. make mine last quite a while too. You know? I would make it last till Christmas because then I could make my Christmas candy last till almost Easter. Yeah. Because then I would have a little bit here and there if I, you know, cause we didn't have dessert. We didn't have mm-hmm. a lot of stuff you know, like that. And I mean, it's not like we were completely like we didn't have it, but it was very few and far between. So I could stretch it out and I would make it last because I didn't know when the next round was coming. And uh, yeah, and I still do that. I can make something last until it goes bad because I will just eat one little bit, one little little bite. Well, I do that even, even like if I, okay, here's a prime example. So Casey has been on the keto diet for like, I don't know, four months or something. Kids lost like 40 pounds. But so we can't have anything good here. Well, we could, but I don't want her to, you know, be tempted. And I I laughed because I was at the grocery store the other day and I just wanted a donut so bad. So I bought one because I haven't had them around, you know, and I came home closet eater and I ate like a third of it and then I put it away. And so every day this week (laughs) I've been having a bite or two in the morning. (laughs) Is it still hiding in the closet? No, actually, I, I I finished it off today. But I have had it for three or four days. You know, I had a bite or two every day. You know, a closet eater, right? Just hurry up and then put it away. <laughs> well, I I appreciate, though, that you're not eating it in front of her or leaving it no. sit somewhere that she can find it. And Yeah, yeah. Closet eater. Well, I mean... So, yeah, so she's lost like 40 pounds. I've even lost some weight because, you know what, we don't have any good stuff around here anymore. <laughs> so, you know, all my no donuts, no all that deliciousness that's that I like, you know. So, but anyway, but, you know, we were talking about what we did when we were kids and stuff. You know, I remember my brother, Chris, you know, crazy Chris. They used to have, all the boys in the neighborhood used to have spook houses, you know, and they would do it in garages and it would be like a spooky, you'd get scared, you know, they would have like, you know, they'd put ketchup on like blood. It was crazy, you know, and I just remember that was a big deal and all the kids for blocks around would come, you know, and go through this and they would have like little skits and, you know, horrible things, you know, and. And, you know, the spaghetti was like veins and, you know, they would have a dark out. And so you'd be feeling veins and, you know, grapes for eyeballs and, oh, you know, all kinds of crazy stuff. But, you know, nobody does that kind of stuff anymore. It's kind of sad. No, and I remember now, you know, I never went through those, but I knew of them. Mm hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I, they scared, they were scary. I well, like they them. are when you think somebody's going to jump out and scare you or grab you. I don't want something. anyone. Yeah. I don't want, like if they're going to jump right? out and scare you, it's one thing, but if you're going to get like grabbed or touched or anything, yeah. I have no interest in that. Plus I might like punch someone out or something. And that's right. Not right. Cool. Right. Well, and that's, you know, and that's what they did. And so, you know, his best friend, Brad down the block was like a year younger. Well, I was the young one, right? Cause Chris is five years older than me. So they always had to protect Steffi. So I don't even think I got it half as bad as anybody anybody else who went through there, you know. But, yeah, spook houses is what they call them. And I don't think we ever had one at our house, but they always had, you know, Bradley had them and the Hoggins had them. And, you know, they just and it just got bigger and bigger. And every year, you know, they happened and it was a big deal. It was a big deal, you know. So, yeah, we had just. I th- I'm someone I think it was Mufi said she was glad she got to experience Halloween when they were still fun. I agree. I, I do think when we were kids, we had a lot of fun, you know, and it was just good, clean fun. And, you know, it was like, you know, everybody was ghosts. If you couldn't think of what to wear, you just put a, a sheet over your head, <laughs> you know, <laughs> put some put some holes in the eyes and went out and you were the ghost or, you know, I think my favorite one was I always wanted to be a princess you know, that's why they called me the princess. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and that, but then you never knew, too, what the weather was going to be like here in Minnesota. It might be yeah. 30 above or it could be 60 above. You just didn't know. So a lot of times you had to wear your coat over your costume because your costume was wasn't big enough to go over your coat. You know? But then you can't see the costume either, which I is know. I know, but, but then, like you said, we get to, we got to wear them to school. 
but still, then when you went out trick or treating at night, you know, you couldn't you didn't really get to see it, you know. So I think nowadays, you know, they just kind of make them bigger, so they go over jackets and stuff. I think that's a good idea. Size up, yeah, size up, so you can put yep. them over a jacket. Yeah, because sometimes it's near freezing when you go trick or treating. Oh yeah. Although a lot of places now are doing things during the day, mm-hmm. I think to keep kids safe. You know, mm-hmm. plus I mean it's really dangerous out there with you know people are driving around and oh, yeah. not paying attention and there's kids yeah. walking around so yeah. they're doing yeah. things you know in a parking lot I've seen trunk or treat you know mm-hmm. where you I've seen that for quite a few years now where you do a trunk or treat so you have that in your trunk you have your Halloween setup you open your trunk and then kids walk around to all the different trunks that are parked mm-hmm. in the parking lot and mm-hmm. people hand out candy that way yeah that's cool too yeah, and then it's daylight. So you do it at the daytime, and yeah. Well, see, and there's the other thing. Then you can still so, dress up. Well, yeah, but see, then there's the other thing. When we were kids, there wasn't that much traffic, right? So, I mean, we just went out on our own, really. I don't, I don't, you know. And I mean, after I was ten or something, well, Chris used to take me, I guess. But then after that, you know, it was like no big deal. I mean, I went downtown when I was like ten years old, you know, or twelve years old or something. I mean, would you ever let a kid do that now? No. You know, so, yeah, it's, they're talking about all kinds of treats on the, on the chat. Ceiling Cat's talking about chalky cigarettes. Yeah, I remember those. But you know what I remember? Remember those cigarettes that had the, they had like powder in them or something and you'd blow on them and it would, the powder would go out. It was like you were no. actually smoking. I remember getting those and we thought we were so cool. We sat up on the wall by quick, tr- or, um, the market and just pretended like we're small. <laughs> oh dear. It looked really cool. But the chalky cigarettes, I definitely remember those. They were um, icky. <laughs> yeah. Ick. But so were the wax bottles and the wax lips and all those things they were talking about too on here. Um, oh yeah. They're, yeah. They mentioned wax lips and pixie sticks. I think uh, oh, Mike, pixie sticks. Mm-hmm. right? Straight mm-hmm. sugar. They're all, all these things are straight sugar. Pixie straws. That's what he said. I was scrolling. I had to find it. Mm-hmm. All sorts mm-hmm. of crazy Halloween candies. Yeah. Mike remembers the fake cigarettes. Oh, God. Yeah. We used to walk down to Quick Track, you know, which was three blocks away. And we used to sit. There was a house next to it that had like a, a landscaped wall. And we used to sit there and pretend like we were smoking you know it was the cool without can you imagine you know eight-year-old kids sitting there you know blowing on a big cigarette but you know it was what we did that's what we did for fun back in the day you know mm-hmm. at least they weren't real nowadays that they're real you know kids are smoking at really young ages oh, yes. oh yeah, my goodness not good what about when you were trick-or-treating Here's mm-hmm. something that you'd, you'd scope out and you'd remember from year to year. Oh, yes. You gave out full-size candy bars. Yes. 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 Right? Yes. And you even knew those now, houses. Yes. And even now, like, Casey remembers when she was trick-or-treating and, and there's a, a development that's really close to me called Wexford Heights. They're very wealthy houses up there. And they used to give away full-size candy bars and like something to drink with them, like a soda or nothing alcoholic, but you know, like a soda or We'd get, you know, yeah, you water. get a juice box or something or. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was cool. Right. Yep. But, and that was like, you won the lottery. Mm-hmm. If you got a full size candy bar, that was, and then, you know, it was, it's funny because you'd, you'd tell trick or treaters that were walking by which houses to go to based on mm-hmm. what was being handed out and which ones to avoid that weren't worth the time. You know, um, a few years ago when I was living in the city, I, I ordered a whole bunch of toys from Oriental trading. Yeah. I thought we're not going to get that many kids. It doesn't matter. So I thought I'm going to order some of the toys. And so I found these paddle bo- boards, you know, the, with the ball attached to them mm-hmm. and they have a creepy monster yeah. face on the paddle and they were really cheap. And I thought, well, I'm gonna get a bunch of them. So I bought like 40 of them. And then I bought a couple of bags of other things and things for babies. You know, when people bring their babies around in strollers, mm-hmm. a little soft mm-hmm. toy, whatever. So I had a bunch of toys and stuff and I, I just thought, Oh, let's see what happens. And I hand, started handing them out, and I could hear kids down the street, that house is handing out toys. And they were telling, and I was laughing because I'm like, oh, yeah, we used to do that when we were kids. We'd talk to the other kids who were walking. You didn't care if you didn't yes. know who they were. No. If there was a good house, you told everybody so everybody could get to that house. 
Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was cool that kids were still doing it. Like, hey, go to that house. And, and I got cleaned out that year. I had so many bags of little toys and little, like those little mini skateboards with the wheels yep. that turn. I handed those yep. out. I gave, I gave whistles out. I thought, sorry, parents, I'm doing it. And uh, you can hear whistles <laughs> all the way down the street. Little, you know, whistle. Anyway, it was, it was fun. I love it. Well, yeah. and actually, whistles are probably a good idea now. People have kids keep them, and if they're in trouble, they blow the whistle. You know, I think I don't know. I think that's kind of a good thing, a safety thing. But <clears throat> yeah, I thought about. It. I kind of thought, wouldn't it be fun to just have something different other than just candy for a change? But you know what? We hardly get any kids here anymore. You know, all the kids are have grown. You know, Casey, they're all, they were all Casey's age when we moved in, and. You know, most of us have hung around. There are some young ones now, but they don't have babies yet, you know. So Mm -hmm. we don't get very many kids anymore, which is kind of sad. But, you know. It'll come in waves. Yeah. Waves of it. And because our street is kind of like a dead end, it's not one of the main streets, you know, that goes through. They don't come down here very often. You know, they just keep to the main drags, you know. So sometimes we get quite a few, but quite a few I mean like 20 or 30 but nor- on a normal year we might get a dozen you know and that's about it you know so it is what it is you know in case yeah. he was a kid we had a lot of them but yeah we're out in the country now so nope. yep. but that's alright because there's other fun things to do Yeah, to enjoy the holiday and not have trick or treaters but absolutely yeah like they used kids yeah. the door. that was fun Oh, for sure. Jerry is saying that, remember, we used to have grown-ups trick-or-treat for beer or alcohol. I do kind of remember that from way back in the day when we were down on Polk Street, way down that way. Yeah, I don't oh. remember that up here, but... I've seen it when you know, we've taken Keegan out, and the parents will be sitting out front with the bowl of candy to hand out to kids, and then they'll have the little bottles of alcohol for the adults. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That is or cool. a you know, red Solo cup. Of something mm-hmm. and I'm like I don't know if I'm gonna do that I don't know you we don't <laughs> so, know what's in there yeah yeah but they'd hand out little bottles uh, too mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I didn't take them but I thought that was clever Carrie's saying give out books yeah okay I, I think that would be cool but I think most kids would be like really they're giving me a book <laughs> yeah <laughs> Kater oh, says Sherry suckers. I will never go to your house <laughs> no oh. no <laughs> oh. no I know Dave, yeah. Dave's Maybe talking about Halloween Dave's Maybe talking for... about whistle suckers. I remember those too. Remember yeah. those? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those were or cool. the rings. The sucker yes. ring. Yes. Yes. Or All the necklaces. Remember the necklaces yeah. that you used to. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> could go over our time just talking about all the Halloween. I know. Itself. I know. I know. Oh, goodness. Yeah. So I guess there we go. But um, so, okay. So we need to plug our sibling show, The Calling Radio. And tomorrow night, let me see who they have on. I forget. I shouldn't even talk about this because I'm not ready for it. <laughs> but I thought to, anyway, just listen into The Calling tomorrow night. I don't have their poster right here in front of me. But uh, Jerry and uh, Jerry and Kimberly have a guest. And I think she might be a new host on the Para-X Radio Network. So join them tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Para-X Radio Network. Awesome. And then next week is our next week is our Halloween show. So we have something pretty cool to talk to you guys about. Try something. Yep, that we tried that we started way back in September. So hopefully it'll be a fun show. Yes. And um, Oh, there we go. Shaw Wooten of Geeks Paranormal is going to be chatting about her new show on the calling tomorrow night. Thank you, Jerry. I'm sorry I didn't have it up. See, we get we're all talking, reminiscing about old days and when we were kids, and you know, you just kind of I did had no idea it was this late. <laughs> anyway, yes, it was a fun trip down memory lane. Thank you, everyone, for joining and the chat because this was fun. It's fun to remember what it was like when we were all kids, you know. And I think we had so much fun, and um. You know, it's I, I don't I don't I don't think they have much. I think they have fun, but it's not the same. You know, it's still fun. We'll just it say is that. still fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, anyway, thanks everyone for listening tonight, and to the troops, thank you for your service, and thank you for listening, and we sure appreciate you, and stay safe. And anybody uh, out there, wherever you're listening, thanks so much for just tuning in and listening to our show. We love. Uh, 
love all our listeners out there. Everybody in the chat room, awesome comments. Mm -hmm. It was so much fun to read your comments. We didn't get to them all on the air, but it was definitely fun to read them. So thank you for being here and Parax hosting us. We love it here as well. And thank you so much. And Sarge, our most amazing producer. Thanks for pulling it all together like you do every week. Absolutely. We wouldn't be here otherwise. We couldn't do it without him. Yep. Nope. That's a fact. (laughs) So anyway, yeah, we'll be here next week for our Halloween extravaganza. Yeah. Good night, everyone. Make it a good week.